the Toddcast Podcast at facebook.com slash Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join us here at the Toddcast Podcast in Vancouver, uh, Blair. Of course. Have, Glad to do it. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Have you ever been to Vancouver? I have not. Really? I have not been to Vancouver yet. I've been to Toronto. I've been to Prince Edward Island, which I know is not very close to you, but... Right, right, right. What were you doing? <laughs> I've been to Canada a handful of times. What were you doing in PEI, of all places? Oh, my goodness. You know, what's funny is I'm actually going back next week, but I was um, playing in Big Break, uh, Prince Edward Island. So okay. we, had, we filmed a big break out there. Nice, nice. Well, of course, yeah. you know, I've been I've been following you on social media for a while now, probably about half a year or something like that. I really love your vibe online. You're just, you're really warm. You're friendly with all your followers. So, so yeah. So thank you so much for, for joining us. And I'm, I'm wondering like where to start with you. You've, you've got the, uh, the golf channel host. Of course, you're a pro yeah. golfer. You're a model. You're a Puma ambassador, health and fitness, yeah. beauty lover. So I'm curious, have you always had aspirations to host a show like you do with the, with the Golf Channel hosting? Is there a broadcasting bug in you? <laughs> well, you know, I majored in communications and minor sociology. And growing up, my main goal, I started playing golf when I was 11. And my one and only goal in life was to play professional golf. So right. I got a scholarship to ASU. I did that, graduated, turned professional, started playing. But then I also started modeling at the same time after I graduated to help pay for my golf expenses. So mm. my main goal was always to play professional golf. Um, once I was in my career and then I got in, asked to compete on Big Break uh, with Golf Channel, uh, I did the first one was Big Break Prince Edward Island. I finished runner up, and then the next year I got asked again, and that was Big Break Dominican Republic, and I won that one. I created a great uh, relationship with Golf Channel, and I had done some you know commercials and some small acting things and um, projects like that. But I knew that eventually one day I would definitely could definitely see myself working with Golf Channel or something in media or uh, sports television. So. Yes, it's kind of a goal that I always had in the back of my head that at one point in my career, I would want to do that. I just didn't know when and when I would be ready to stop playing and, and kind of move, you know, kind of shift in my career. Right. No, that's awesome. And how old were you when you realized your potential? Oh, when I started, <laughs> right when I started. No way, really? It's funny like immediately? Because, yeah. Well, it's funny because I look back and I think when I started playing golf at 11, I remember my uncle tells a story. He said one time we were playing and I was 11 years old, and I just started, and he said to me, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I said, I want to play golf on the LPGA Tour. <laughs> and it's just interesting to me, because I have younger brothers and sisters, and I look back at that age, and once I started playing, I just loved it. I, I did dance and all different types of dance and ballet and cheer before I started golf, and my dad put me into a golf clinic, and right when I started, I just, when I did hit the ball well, I hit it really good, so that like excited me, and um, mm -hmm. it made me really interested in the game and I love the competitive aspect of it. So once I started, I was literally playing every day. I mean, my parents would drop me off at the you know public golf course after school and I would be there till after dark. It was a, you know, a lit range and I would sometimes go play golf before I was a total golf nerd, play golf before school. Wow. <laughs> so I was pretty, I was all about it, but that's kind of the person I am. I'm really like all or nothing is, how I operate. I'm pretty extreme. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what do you remember about your first pro round of golf? Does anything stand out? Oh gosh. Um, I would say scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what, 
I remember my very first, this is a funny story, actually, I have never told uh, media or anyone, but my very first uh, junior golf tournament. So I started playing, my dad put me into lessons, I was practicing, you know, I got this junior set of clubs, and I went out to my very first uh, Junior Golf Association of Arizona golf tournament, and I played the first round, and it was, at that time, it was only nine holes, I was, I think, uh, I started 11, so I was probably, oh, maybe almost 12 years old, or maybe 12, probably almost 12, and um, my dad picked me up from the golf course, and I was just out on the range, and I was just bawling, crying, it was, felt like, the worst day of my life, and um, I had told him I had a horrible time out there, I didn't play well, the girls were making fun of me, because I didn't have the latest and greatest, fanciest golf clubs, I had, I don't even know if they make them anymore, I had a set of Playmate irons, and just, who knows what kind of golf bag it was, but clearly I guess it wasn't up to par with what all these other girls had out there. Right. So <laughs> right. I guess I got made fun of because of what you know, the equipment I had and I, my feelings were just so hurt. I went home that day. And I remember going to bed, literally crying. Like I was just, I felt like it was the worst thing ever. Well, my dad did not tell me that this was a two day tournament. So the next morning he wakes me up really early and I'm in bed, and he says, you got to go back. And I'm like, no, it was only one day. He says, no, it's two. He's like, you can't quit now. You're not, you can't start something. If you start something, you have to finish it. You cannot stop in the middle of it. And I tell you what, I did not want to get up and go. That was, oh, it felt like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I look back at that point now and I think to myself, if I wouldn't have gotten out of bed and if my dad wouldn't have made me, because trust me, I did not want to get up and go back that day and face those girls and, play more golf um i would never be where i am today so mm-hmm. since then i've really always had that mindset which is pretty cool yeah and what would you say is your first golf memory my first golf memory oh my first golf memory would be the junior clinic that my dad put me in it was me and my younger brother uh tyler and uh i just remember being on the golf course and he is a few years younger than me, so he kind of he tagged along in, in the older age group, in the what, 11 to 12 age group, because yeah. uh, he didn't want to be by himself. And then I just remember being out there at the San Marcos public golf course and learning. I just remember learning you know, how to read the, uh, the signs at the tee box and trying to figure out the rules of, okay, this is what this means, this is how far the hole is, and just kind of getting my bearings. Hmm. And how's Tyler's game today? He does not play golf. <laughs> he decided very quickly, once he realized how yeah. 110% I was into it, that he wanted no part of the game of golf. He actually was pretty like good for you know his age and just starting. But, yeah, that only lasted, I think, that junior clinic. And then he had been out to the golf course a few times after that. But I just think he saw how much work it was because, like I said, when I started playing at 11, I had first time picking up a club. But then... Once I turned 12, you know, in my, right around 12, 13, I started winning these tournaments, like the state tournaments and stuff. So, I mean, I had worked really hard and put a lot of time in it, and I think he saw how much time yeah. went into that. But he is very successful on his own now, so that's <laughs> cool. We just went different directions. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, Blair, lots of people listening are curious about how to become a brand ambassador. Do you have any words of wisdom that you can share for that? It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It does not happen overnight. I mean, you know, with Instagram, I feel like I was, when Instagram first came out, you know, before Instagram, there was, fa- there was Facebook. And before Facebook, there was MySpace. And I feel like I was MySpace. Um, wow. always, I know, that's way back in the day, right? Totally. Um, but I remember, 
I was like the last person to join Instagram. Like I didn't really want to do it. And I think Cobra, like Puma and Cobra Rupture, like you got it, you got to join it, you got to do it. And, and then once I got on it, I like got the hang of it and all that. But mm-hmm. um, I think just being a brand ambassador, I think it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of time. I mean, the thing is, is you know, I played professional golf for a little over 10 years, off and on with an injury in between. And, from that time from when I graduated, I was working on my brand. So I think it's important to decide, you know, what's your personality and what you want to do with your brand and then uh, learn how to market that. And to me, I've always worked really hard on marketing my brand and just knowing who you are. And um, to me, I, don't ever put, I never put limits on myself. So it's kind of nice because I have a, my hand in a lot of different projects, which to me uh, always keeps me entertained and I never get bored. Mm-hmm. And is it you solely doing your social media or do you have some slaves helping you? No, I have, I mean, I have a team that helps me, but as far as this, so, you know, with my scheduling and booking and contracts and, and all that, but as far as my social media, I handle that because I think that's really important because totally. I think that your followers, they sense if it's you or if it's not you. And Yeah, big time. Um. To me, I feel like I have, uh, you know, you have somewhat of a relationship with these people who are following your career. I mean, I have people who have been following me for, you know, since I had 200 followers on Instagram, and they'll message you and tell you that. And so it's really cool to be able to see, for, I think, for those people to see your progression. And I get to do so many cool things and go to so many places. So when I can share that on social media, I think people appreciate that. And I know that I'm the same way when I'm watching other people's pages. You know if it's somebody else's a manager yeah. man, is managing their page. It's just not as interesting, right? Yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. Blair, obviously you're constantly working out for sport uh, and to be a model, eating right and, and being disciplined with your training and stuff. What's your cheat food? Oh, my cheat food? Um, I love Mexican food. I love pizza. I like a Dunkin' Donut, chocolate frosted <laughs> donut. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie oh <laughs> that's probably god. really my cheat food because those are just oh my gosh so good <laughs> the next brand ambassador for dunking donuts <laughs> oh my gosh i would i could do that and do you get as much out of modeling as you do out of golf you know what they're very different but both of my careers have really helped one another mm. Um, you know, when I first started out modeling, right when I graduated college, I booked my first job and it was a calendar with Golf Digest. We shot it in Hawaii and it was, you know, for an Asian calendar, really. And um, it was my first modeling job. And so I did that. I was like, oh, that was fun. Like, I really enjoyed that. That was cool. And I made some good money and I could take that money. And, you know, I was just fresh out of college. So mm-hmm. I could take that money and put that towards my uh, entry fees and car rental and flights and, you know, all these expenses I had. So, yeah. Um, it was something that I could, you know, I think both of them are, can be, um, intense and, um, <laughs> you know, you're either like, you're either in or you're not in, like you either make it or you don't make it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I would love to get outside of golf, outside of modeling and of course what you're known for. Uh, and I'm curious, what was the music in the Blair household as a kid growing up? Like which bands are your parents playing and exposing you to? Oh, uh, okay. So. This is so funny. So uh, my dad, he always listened to like, Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny because actually my friends and I, he's Phil Collins is coming to Arizona. I live in Arizona yeah. and he's coming here for a concert in a couple months. And we bought tickets like a few months ago to go see him. So that's kind of wild only because I grew up listening to him when I was younger. Yeah, totally. It's, oh, this is going to be an amazing show. What was your first concert? My first concert, my first concert was, I want to say it was Cher. Oh, Wow. Was it? Yeah, and that's because my my mom, my stepmom, listened to her all the time. Right. Well, that had to be good. That had so, to yeah, set the so bar. Well, yeah, so I was very influenced by my parents, right? <laughs> of, of course. Of course. And I was very young. <laughs> yeah. What are you binge watching lately when you find the time? Um. Okay, so I like to watch some murder mysteries. So right now, uh, we're currently watching The Missing. Have you seen that? No. Haven't heard of it, actually. Okay, What's that's that a good one. You should... You should add that to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about this couple, and their child goes missing. It's kind of the, the mystery of all these characters of how mm. it. We're, we only have we're right at this season premiere, so I find out what happens mm. probably tonight if we watch it tonight. Mm, right, <laughs> right. But I loved Breaking Bad. The Sinner was really yeah, good. Great show. Um, Walking Dead, and then you know I also I'm a little more lighthearted. I love The Office. Yeah, and which one do you like better? Do you like the the U.S. version or the uh... Or the UK version? You know, I haven't even seen the UK version. What? Do I need to watch that? That's, of course. Yeah, that's the that's what they based the, the US. Is that the original? The, the original, yeah. Oh, it's super funny. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jerry, Gary Gervais? Okay, I didn't no, Ricky, realize that Ricky, was the original. Ricky so. Gervais? Yeah, it's so good. Okay, I need to download that because you... I am on the, I have like <laughs> seven flights literally in the next 10 days. Yeah. I have a lot of back and forth, so I need to always be uh, yeah. having some shows downloaded. So that, I'm going to add that to my list. Yeah, and then when you're flying, or, or, do you get into the whole superhero movie type thing when you're on the planes and you're, you're watching the, the Avengers and Deadpool and Batman, Superman and all that? Do you, do you, do you like I those like kind? De- I like Deadpool a lot. Funny um, show. Batman growing up, I like that my brother was really into that. Um, I've watched them, but I haven't gotten super into them. To be honest, my guilty pleasure... Is trashy reality television as much no. as I hate to admit it. <laughs> oh, that's as much awesome. as I hate to admit it, it is because. Um, what are you watching though? I, what 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 are the what are the uh, reality TV that you're liking? Is it The Real Housewives? What do you like? Oh yeah, it's The Real Housewives. <laughs> We've got Bachelor in Paradise. Like yeah, top oh. of the line. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Because, because you know why? You can miss an episode or two. And just catch one sure. on the fly, and, and you're all caught up. Like, so, you didn't miss much. You it, still know it's kind of what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's still being bitchy to her. He's still an asshole to him. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you realize, man, I have a lot less drama in my life. That's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're like, my life's nowhere near as messed up as these guys. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to the superheroes. If you could have a superpower, which power would you want to have? Uh, flying, for sure. Yeah. I mean, bullet speed. Yeah. No need for the plane. Yeah. That would be the best. Uh, uh, flying dreams are the best dreams ever. Totally. Yeah. Are you good in the kitchen? <laughs> if you're having friends over, I am. What, what are you making if you're looking to impress? Uh, you know, I love to cook. I cook pretty healthy because when I'm on, I try to eat pretty, pretty healthy overall. But when I'm on the road, like sometimes that's hard, you know? So when I'm at home, I love to cook. It's kind of like my outlet and i'm a pretty creative person too so i'm not a recipe follower by any means i pretty much create recipes on my own yeah fortunately most of the time they end up really good um i love um 
I love to cook like a lot of fish and shrimp and uh, we'll grill out and a lot of like vegetables and I love spice. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of hot spices. So I cook with a lot of spices and um, yeah. So when my friends come over, they're like, oh, how spicy is this going to be? So I love it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Blair, what are your thoughts on legalized marijuana? That just came to Canada last, uh, what is it, October, I think, last year. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, so I think, I mean, obviously I think in the medical field there's a lot of um, benefits from it. Um, for a lo- Sorry, my dog is barking at me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there are uh, a lot of benefits for a lot of people um, in the medical field. Um, I think that if you use it and you know, you don't have an addiction or a problem to it. I think that's the only obviously thing where it can, you know, could be a problem. But I mean, I feel like people are finding people anyways, if it was legalized or not, we're finding out ways how to use it and get their hands on it anyways. So oh, totally. 100%. it's kind of like, as long as people have self-control, then it is what it is. But I do think there are a lot of instances where it is uh, very helpful to, for some people. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you think of the UFC fighters and the Bellator fighters and stuff. They use the CBD oil and they recover their body faster from the crap kicking they took. Oh, yeah. And CBD oil. I mean, I take CBD oil. And, oh, do you really? Um, mm-hmm. Mm. And it's, it's great. And even, you know, there's even some, uh, you know, like <clears throat> lotions or creams that have CBD and then that can help, you know, I'll use that like on my lower back you know, for golf or workouts or things like that. So there's many benefits of it. I mean, you could put CBD yeah. in your coffee. I mean, in your shake. <laughs> sure could. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of things you could do with it, but I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hit you with an oddball question. And, and thank you again, Blair, for, for doing this today. <laughs> do you think that aliens have visited Earth? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. But... I guess I don't think about it too much. I mean, if they are, they are. What can yeah. we do about it? I don't know that but, a lot uh, of people think about it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> sure is weird to think about it. Like there, there's a lot of people that, I mean, I've probably had 500 guests over the last five years, and I bet you at uh-huh. least half believe that not only have they visited Earth, but they actually live among us. Oh my goodness. Think about that. I don't know. I mean, think about all the, the shows and movies that you watch where that's, you know, you see that that is a possibility. So I guess anything's possible. It could be. I mean, as long as they're not bothering us or hurting us, then I and guess why, it's all right. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> all right, a couple uh, more questions, and I'll and I'll let you go. Have you ever had a near death experience? And, and not where you're like walking to a light, you're floating over your bed. More like, holy crap, I could have died there. Um. There was one time years ago that I kind of fell and, and rolled over, and I thought that, oh, my gosh, if I would have fallen just a little bit differently, I could have broken my neck, and mm. that could have been really bad. Oh, yeah. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, if I could have fallen, if I would have fallen just a little bit differently, like, it, would, it could, have, could have been really bad, and I'm lucky it, you know, happened how it did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the closest. But other than that, no, thank yeah. goodness, knock uh, on wood. <laughs> believe, believe me, they, yeah, knock wood. And the stories, if you have one, they spring to your mind right away. Like, right yeah. away. And, and I would say 90% of people say, yeah. Like, yeah. most people. Really? Yeah, most people have had that, yeah. Uh, and this could be the trickiest question, but maybe not. Do you have a career highlight? Can you nail it down to one thing? I think the 
biggest turning point in my career, I think, was winning Big Break Dominican Republic. Um, it was such a big show, and there were so many eyes on the show, and it was a huge goal of mine to compete on that show. And when I won it, it definitely opened a lot of doors for me. Mm -hmm. and gave me some more opportunities to keep my dream alive of playing professional golf and then also led me into, you know, my television career. So I think it, it really was a big break for me, and um, I was able to uh, really grow from that experience. Awesome. Thank you again for uh, for taking the time this morning, uh, Blair. People, of course, can find you at your website, BlairO'Neal.com. You are yes. at Blair O'Neill on Twitter. You're at Blair O'Neill Golf on Instagram. Almost half a million people following you, by the way. Wow. I know. That, almost, we're almost there, so come say hi. That is insane. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, cool. again, thank you again, Blair, and I guess we'll see you online. Thank you. Great talking to you. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast.